What's going on, everyone? This podcast is being sponsored by The Rise Up Project. For those of you that do not know about The Rise Up Project, it is a two-day all-women's mastermind event where we will help each student realize their own self-imposed limitations that may be holding them back in their life and or business. In this two-day mastermind event, each student will be faced with physical, mental, and emotional challenges to help build their mental toughness and grit. They will also learn business and leadership fundamentals from like-minded entrepreneurs and elite coaches to help take their business to the next level. Look, if you're ready to level up in all areas of your life, then hit the link in our description below and apply now. Trust me, you do not want to miss this life-changing experience that will rock your core. Welcome to Overnight Success U. At OSU, we're here to be the hub for those who operate on the edge and to build the best education platform for those longing for success, ultimately through proximity to mentors and masters of the 10,000 hour rule. As always, I'm Mark Forster, AKA Professor Doughboy, here to walk through the curriculum. And today in class, we have the special guest and privilege to be talking to Justin Aldridge, success coach, author, and speaker. Um, Really, guys, he is all about working with high, high achieving game changers. Um, And and truly the the main focus and and what you're going to hear is just how passionate he is about instilling and doing as much deep work as he can in his clients to pull their purpose out from underneath them as well. You know, at the end of the day, the one thing I've learned and the one thing that I was able to take away is his mission. It's truly to help people reconnect with their inner truth so that they can be uncommon and create the life they desire. Pay close attention. Pay close attention to the homework assignment. Hear all the fine details. Trust your process. I think this one will help. Enjoy. All right, what's going on, guys? Mark Forster, a.k.a. Professor Doughboy. You already know we're back. Overnight Success University. Today in the classroom, we have Justin Aldridge. He is a success coach, and I'm pretty pumped to have him on. Um, We've gotten connected through a couple other groups that uh, we have been in in the past. Um, Real good dude, and really just want to, you know, not only at this time, uh, especially what we're all going through, but I really want to be able to connect, shed some light into mindset, shed some light into really, you know, what it takes outside and and behind the scenes. You know, you can grind all you want, but there are so many other things that we must do as as professionals, as as entrepreneurs uh, to really kind of set the bar and, and keep going forward. So, Justin, I appreciate you coming on, boss. Absolutely, Mark. I'm excited to be here, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, like, you know, 
I know, you know, you, you're not just waking up one day and saying, dude, I'm going to be a success coach. Like fill me in, man, where, where you came from, you know, what kind of happened in life that kind of really made you and, and stumbled upon this, this journey you're on and, and where you're at now. Yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. You know, when people find out about my story, my upbringing, the things that I went through in childhood and my early adult years, and then they, they hear that title success coach, they always kind of see the, they're like, how the hell did you get to where you're at now type of thing. Um, and I used to love it whenever I was uh, teaching and I had like my high school seniors in there, I would have conversations with them. And one of the things I love asking people is like, what do you think my upbringing was like? And it's usually far different than what it actually was. You know, I'm the youngest of five kids. Both my parents are high school dropouts. My dad was 21 with five kids. My mom, 20 with three. Um, grew up extremely poor. Just had a lot of real, uh, a lot of struggles. And, you know, that, that classic, I don't want to say rags to riches story, but it was just one of those classic stories of struggle. And out of that struggle, um, you know, me eventually understanding that that wasn't what I wanted my life to be. I was one of those people that, despite my, um, the, the financial struggles, despite the things that were going on at home that fueled me to go in a different direction. I always say that our, our circumstances, the situations that we find ourselves in either define us or they kind of act as a catalyst for change for us to go the opposite direction. Well, most of my siblings, it defined them. It, it took them down the exact same path that my parents had gone down. You know, my three eldest siblings were all high school dropouts. Um, and so it was just one of those things where the, the cycle was continuing to play out inside of my family. And I was the one, I was always the outlier in my family. I was always that kid that was different, uh, in every aspect. Yeah. And so it kind of created this, this fire, this desire inside of me to want to be more and to really have a big impact on the world. But I never really had the belief that matched up with that. That's why I'm so big. I love that you talked about mindset. That's why I'm so big on controlling the six inches between here. Yeah. Because I think that that directly correlates to everything that we achieve in our life. And for me, it was actually on the heels of my anxiety getting so bad that I started experiencing significant physical symptoms. I was seeing specialists for six months because I was having all these physical manifestations. And it came back after those six months that it was all due to stress and anxiety. And I realized right then and there, I was like, I've got to get this stuff under control if I want to be able to live the life that I want to live. I, like I said, I was one of those people that I always felt that big calling on my life. Like I could really, really do something special with this life that I got, but I can't do it if I can't get my stuff together. If I can't get my mind in the right place, I can't build that belief. I can't take the actions necessary to move in that direction, then I'm never going to get there. And yeah. it was creating this big friction inside of me. And so I just started taking actions, dude. I started figuring out exactly what I wanted to do, started going out, taking action on them, building confidence as I went. And people just started taking notice of that and started reaching out to say, hey, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but I want part of it. Yeah, yeah, man, there's a lot there, man. And I'm, I'm like, there's a lot there. Let, let, me, let me say, so like, I want to ask, youngest of five, right? Going through all the stuff you're going through in an environment that could easily have made you just fold. You know what I mean? Do you think that the level that, or really just all the circumstances that you went through and now the level that you're at now, was it because of your awareness, do you think? Or was it just because you were, you know, always that inner feeling of, man, there's got to be more. Like, did you study what your parents did wrong and you wanted to try to correct that for yourself? because I was that, like I said, that different kid, 
I always existed on an island. And so I became a in, really like an in-depth studier of people and their behaviors and what they were doing. And I was typically that one, you know, they talk about like in business, for example, how if you're somebody who wants to be on the cutting edge of business, you want to be able to get ahead, you've got to zig while everybody else is zagging. Yeah. Well, that kind of defined my childhood. And I was doing those things naturally without even really realizing what I was doing because I saw what everybody else was doing, what the end result was. And so I knew that I wanted to go in the opposite direction. It just so just kind of played out to where because everybody else was going in that wrong direction, so to speak, by nature, that me just developing this habit of going in the opposite direction, I developed this habit of going in what turned out to be the right direction. For sure. And then eventually I started building the confidence behind the fact that it wasn't just happenstance. It wasn't just by luck or by chance that I was going this way. This was me following that, that internal desire to, to not want to be like all the other people, to actually walk my own path and not follow the people just because I was going to be ridiculed or because I didn't fit in. But at the end of the day, I was going to get to where I wanted to go if I went this way, as lonely and as painful as it was for a lot of years. Yeah, dude, I'm so glad you just said that because I, I was literally just going to ask you, how uncomfortable was that? That whole, oh, was, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, so I was a super, super sensitive kid too. And you can imagine, dude, I mean, I got, I got a dad who is a high school dropout. Um, I mean, I, I, I love my dad to death, but he's a high school dropout. He grew up in a family where he was a fighter. They were poor growing up. And so it was just kind of a dog eat dog type of world. So you can imagine the, the type of um, emotional disconnect between him and myself. I'm just like my mom in a lot of ways, as far as the, the way that I processed emotions, the way that I felt when I was a kid and all my brothers were like my dad, it was just really volatile. It was a lot of um, like a, a, a testosterone filled environment and anything that was seen as soft kind of got suppressed. And so for me, I've got this really, uh, being a naturally insecure kid, now I'm just, I mean, you're just piling the insecurities on me because now you're starting to reinforce inside of me that there's something wrong with me because I'm not like y'all. So, I mean, it was hard, 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 hard. And then I got to high school and I was one of those kids that I was always really, really smart. And so I was toward the top of my class. And so I didn't really fit in a whole lot with the jocks, but I was also a really, really good athlete as well and excelled on the field. And so I didn't really fit in with the nerdy kids. Good. And so, I mean, it was just like yeah. in every single aspect like of my life, like, yeah, I was like, damn, I just can't yeah. win. Like I don't fit in with anybody. And so it made it even harder because out of that, rather than stepping up and being a leader, because, because of my, my upbringing and being the youngest of five, I was always kind of taught that I'm not the leader. I always had to be the one that was protected um, and just different things like that. And so it reinforced in my mind, like, oh, I must be the follower. I'm not the leader. And so stepping into and owning that role was not something that was natural to me. And so it made it even harder because I didn't stand up and seek out the, um, the relationships that I wanted to have. I didn't say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I may be smarter than most of you athletes, or I may be more athletic than most of you intelligent kids, but we can still do this thing. And so it just made it even worse to where I felt like I was on that island constantly. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, you know, that's something that I know that I battle. Um, and it's definitely something that, I mean, I'm getting better at it, but, uh, I battle this every day where I am 100% a little insecure still growing up 100% full of insecurities. Um, you know, and naturally introverted, like this is you know, the, the whole game 
introverted through high school, introverted through college. It was still kind of there, but then all of a sudden, you know, I get into an outside sales role and you know, you're only an introvert until you're forced to extrovert. So that's where it's like, you get more and more used to things. You get more and more familiar to things. You attach yourself into a different environment. Yeah, man, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that uncomfortableness and, and, and everything you're going through, it's going to start to feel a little better every single day. So I'm sure just like you, not that the path got any easier, but you probably were very aware of yourself and said, uh, look, the path isn't easier, but I think I'm getting a little bit more used to this pain and a little bit more used to the difficulty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that was a thing, you know, for me, like I said, being that kid that was different growing up, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Because when you're a kid, you want to be accepted. You want to feel like you're just one of the kids. And when you feel like you're always the kid that's not being picked, or you're the one who's always on the outside, not fitting in with everybody else, like that's the really the fabric of your existence at that age, what you desire more than anything else. And so when you're not getting that fulfillment in that way, it tears you apart. Yeah. But one of the biggest travesties of our society, and, and I get it to some degree, but it, um, in other ways, I don't. The people who are on top, the people who have um, you know, become the biggest, most successful people, you go back and you look at their childhood, most of them were extremely insecure kids. But the problem is, is that a lot of us, we start to develop a certain level of success. And with that success comes a certain level of hard work. And we, we, we put our heads down and we're constantly getting after it, honing our craft and building toward that success that we're not taking enough time to educate the young people that, are, that were us, that, that's, mm -hmm. that are us where, where we were when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And so these kids are growing up and they're going through the same exact stuff, the same pain that we went through. And they don't have the people around them that have that level of awareness. They don't have the people around them that had that same level of experience that we did. And that's yeah. why, like, for me, whenever people go on my website or on my social media, they always see that tagline, be uncommon. And people ask me, they're like, what, what does that even mean? Dude, it is, that is the exact definition of my childhood. And everything that I hated about myself when I was little, I realized is my greatest strength and my greatest gift in adulthood because it makes me who I am. It, it's what fills me every single day to want to go out to coach people, to inspire people, to motivate people, to give back to those kids that are me so many years ago. Yeah, man. I just want to stop there. Like, first of all, you know, I appreciate this energy, bro. Like I appreciate the energy you're bringing in. You know what I mean? But second of all, going back to some of these big hitters, going back to some of these big, you know, seven, eight figure guys. Like I was talking, not talking. I, I was listening to one of Dave Meltzer's, uh, one of his Instagram posts or whatever. And he literally said like, dude, I'm at a spot in life where I, you know, I appear, it, it is an appearance of I'm on this pedestal, right? But he, he even said, he mentioned, he's like, do you know how bad I just want young people to reach out to me? Because I just want to be able to connect and help other people. Like it is so huge and it's so value packed and you're so spot on where like, I think a lot of these people are head down. I think a lot of these people do come from, you know, less than backgrounds, but when they make it, all they want to do is spread their gift to other people. It's just, you know, how do we make these other people, these younger individuals, how do we make them feel a little comfortable with themselves that they can reach out? And that's where I think, you know, somebody like you is obviously going to be helping out with that. But that's the message that I think these young entrepreneurs need to hear. It's dude, like 
people that make it, they're doing it obviously for themselves, their own motivations, but they're not going to be fulfilled unless they give back to you, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs that I speak with and things like that, you find, like I said, with a lot of them, they were that, that shy, that quiet, that insecure kid. And part of the reason why they got to the level of success that they did was because of all the insecurity, because of all the pain that they had going on around them, they retreated inward. Yeah. And then they just put their head down. They start, they found something that they loved and they started going after it. And it almost became like, this is going to be my source of validation. This is going to be my metaphorical F you to the world. I'm going to get so damn good at what I do that I'm going to prove to everybody that I deserve to be accepted. And I'm going to make everybody look up to me. The problem with that though, is as, as much as I love somebody being willing to put their head down and go to work, it's that um, when, when you get to that level, a lot of times the, the, the source of validation that we're seeking isn't rooted in being able to go back and actually serve. And so when you look at some of these young entrepreneurs, they start getting so caught up in proving all the naysayers wrong or kind of dishing back out to the other people what was dealt to them. And it kind of, it, it kind of makes them jaded in a way. Yeah. And that's why I tell people all the time, like, man, success is not, it's not just for you. Yes, you want to be able to reap the rewards and the benefits of all the success that you work so hard to get. But man, use that platform to be able to give back to those kids that, like I said, were just like you. And if you want them to be able to have that same opportunity without having to go through all the same pain, use that platform to be able to give back because there's so many kids that want to be able to have a mentor. They want to be able to have somebody to be able to reach out to them. Cause that's the thing is, you know how it is being that, that insecure kid. Dude, we don't have the confidence to, to do a lot of things in our daily life, let alone reach out to somebody who we don't think there's a chance in hell that they're going to get back to us. I'm exactly. not going to sit there. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and send a DM to Tony Robbins yeah. knowing there's no way in hell. Cause all that's going to do is further kill my confidence and make me think that he doesn't care. Even yeah. though I'm too young to realize this dude's uber busy and doesn't have the time. Right. Right. It's not that he doesn't care. It's simply like he's rocking his own agenda, you know? Yeah. That's it, yep. man. That's it. So like you're a dude, humble to even less than humble beginnings, right? You're a dude, last of five. A lot of stuff obviously um, is, is going on from childhood to where you're at now to really where you're, you know, the man that you are. And I want to really just kind of ask you because it's been very monumental to me. Um, we talked right when I kind of introed this whole thing, it's like the mindset, right? And I've learned throughout my whole process and I'm learning every single day, like I'm not trying to stop, but not only do I block sometimes, um, I definitely block the flow of money to come to me. You know what I mean? With, with that validation process. And that's something I want you to talk about. It's like, how do these young guys go about their life not insecure of why should I even try because I'm not validated yet? Like, why would somebody work with me? Like, even for you, when you first started, right? Like, why would someone work with me if I have no proven success, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's this constant insecure and I'm not validated yet, period, um, that look, I still, I have to fight. And, and what would you say got you over that hump? Is it just how aware you are with, with yourself, no, actually, I think that what gets everybody over the hump is action. Yeah. You know, we can all sit there, every single one of us, I don't care who you are, 
it has a level of insecurity. There's not a single person who is where they are today that is extremely successful, that did not deal with imposter syndrome, that did not deal with insecurities and self-doubt and all these different things. The difference between them and the other people is that despite all of that, they took action. Yeah. They were willing to put themselves out there. They were willing to do something. Because you think about, it, let's say that you've got 10 people that you know all things being equal as far as their skills their talents all that stuff the resources that they have and let's say that one out of ten they're all dealing with the same pain the same fear the same anxiety the same self-doubt but one of them takes action well it's not hard to be successful when you're yeah, the only one win? doing so yeah, exactly yeah, yeah it's yeah. not hard yeah. the vast majority of people exist so much in their head and the fear is enough to shut them down and stop them so if you just look at it by the law of numbers, it becomes a math game. You could be a hell of a lot better at what you do than me. But if you can't get out of your own way enough to actually get out there and take action, I'm going to be more successful than you by default. It doesn't matter how bad I suck at something. If I can face the fear enough to take action, I'm always going to beat you because you can't get out of your own damn way. Yeah. And that's the thing is when it comes to mindset, people, I think that people make it bigger than what it needs to be. It's like, it's almost like this like esoteric metaphysical thing. Like you got to sit there if you don't, if you don't meditate all the time, if you don't read a book a week or just all this different stuff, then you have a weak mindset. And that's not true. Your mindset is simply formed out of, it's really a chain reaction. So if you think about it, the way that I tell people all the time, I was just talking about environment yesterday and how important your environment is to forming your mindset. Because the environment that you're putting yourself in, the people that you're around, the physical environment that you're in, and the things that you're around immediately influence your thoughts. Well, your thoughts then influence your emotions. The emotions influence your beliefs, and those beliefs influence your actions. So when you're sitting there and you put it all together, all you've got to do, going back to what you said about the awareness, yes, awareness is a big part of that. But you've got to sit there and you've just got to get yourself to the point. It's almost like when you're in the gym and you get to that ninth rep, and you're sitting there, and you're just like, damn, this really hurts right now. It's that dude that's like, you know what? I said I'm doing 10. I don't give a damn. I'm doing the 10th one no matter how bad it hurts. And the dude that says, ah, nine's good enough. I'm going to rack it. Who's going to win? The guy who did the 10th one. It doesn't matter how much pain there is. And so learning to push yourself to take action right on the brink of that fear, that's the person who's going to win every single time. Absolutely, man. No, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> Cause it's how easy is it to re-rack that weight, right? Like yeah. it is so easy to say, you know what, dude, I'm going to do this tomorrow, you know, fuck it. Right. Yep. But like all of the people that I'm talking to, it is the same mantra. It is look, dude, I'm doing this no matter how motivated I feel today versus how motivated I feel tomorrow. Right. Like this has to get done, whether it's sunny or whether it is pouring, like do the work, just do it. And that's, uh, that's huge, man. That's huge. Like, like, I don't think people are aware enough of just how simple it, it really could all boil down to, you know? So I got a, I got a quick question too. Um, I, I don't know why this kind of popped up. Um, and I got to ask it, man. I got to ask it. Why <laughs> are you still a teacher? Yeah, I still do. I still educate. Okay. I was going to say if you left the, uh, the public school or whatever like that, but do you bring this energy and do you bring like, your principles into the classroom or do you have to separate that? No. And actually for me, the only reason why I even got into education was because I saw this void 
in our education system as it is now. I mean, we all know being Dude, in a the huge state. Yeah. yeah, let's. I mean, let's just when, say when it. it comes to the the actual academic teachings, yeah. there's a huge void. But the void that I saw was that there were there was a need for somebody who was willing to go into the classroom and actually empower these kids and get them to believe in themselves. So, like my first year teaching, I even told my boss. Fortunately, my first boss was like a father figure to me. He was my athletic trainer. I met him when I was 13. I grew up with him. When my dad went to prison, he was the guy that stepped up, took care of me in a lot of ways. And he was my first boss that I worked under. And I even told him, I said, look, I'm telling you right now, when I take this job, I am not going to go into the classroom and be the strongest teacher that you've ever had work underneath you. I said, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in there and have very real conversations with these kids. And they're going to walk out of this building better men and better women because of having interacted with me. Not because I'm so great, but because I care that much. And my first year, I got teacher of the year. I and I remember that. I pulled out my phone and I sent him a text message right after the announcement came out. And I said, you all must be high or drunk if y'all gave me teacher of the year. And he texted me back and he said, and he said almost exactly what I said to him at the beginning. He's like, it's not because you're a great teacher, but it's because of how much you care and how much you influence these kids to be the best version of themselves. And there's, you know, for me, there's nothing better than getting text messages, getting, getting uh, DMs from my former students telling me how much of an impact I've had on their lives. That's yeah. the biggest reason why I haven't walked away from education is not because I can't, but because just, man, there's something about that connection. And every single year I get to find a young me. I get to find oh, a God. young boy, a young girl who is me, who I can tell just, just by the way that they go about their business. I can tell that they want to be able to be extremely successful, but they have nobody else outside of that building who yeah. believes in them. They've got nobody outside of that building who's inspiring them, who's holding them accountable to what it is that they want to accomplish in their life, man. And that stuff fires me up. Yeah, dude, huge value. Like all of that right there, guys. I mean, if you're, if you're not hearing like consistencies throughout these um, episodes, it's just like banging on the drum every single time. And if, if you're not picking up on the value, like it's about time that you're all aware of it. 100%. These individuals that are on here that, that we're speaking to, I don't think any of them have ever danced around the fact that it's always going to be about how much you care. You could be the worst sales dude, period. But if your level of give and your level of intent and your level of care surpasses the guy that knows how to handle any objection, you're going to win every time. It's just that genuine, that genuine desire to better an individual's current position that will always surpass anybody else in the marketplace. So I'm so, oh, dude, that's awesome that you brought that up. And that's, uh, you know, I mean, shit, best, best for the kids too, right? Like they're in a better place. You know what I mean? Because they have an individual now that isn't just some guidance counselor checking in and out. Now the guy is in the classroom setting with you, you know? So that's a, that's a, that's a very big monumental pivot that, you know, dude, hopefully all schools are really able to, to implore. And I would, you know, hire an individual like you any day. I'm not in the system, but um, <laughs> so let me, let me kind of pivot here because I, I really want to get to where you're at now in terms of success, right? And, and first of all, um, what would you define success as? I mean, do you have like a definition? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny that you asked that because with my clients, one of the things that I do and one of my teachings is I tell people, if you want to actually achieve success in your life, 
you've got to learn to throw out the definition of success and learn to write your own definition. I love because that. Yeah. We, we have this, this, um, it, like this canned definition. And most of the time it's based on some financial benchmark. Like if you make X amount of money, then you are successful. And so, so many people always find themselves coming up short of the success definition because they're trying to go based on everybody else's definition of success. So like for me, what I tell everybody, my definition of success is based on freedom and impact. When I wake up in the morning, I want to wake up fired up about what I get to go do. And I want to lay down every single night fulfilled about what I got to do. If I'm doing those two things, because I know that everything else is going to be taken care of in that. If I'm waking up excited about what I'm doing, I know there's a certain level of economic and financial return that's coming back to me. But I also know that there is a hell of a lot of impact that is going out. And that, that financial um, abundance that's coming back to me, it's going to give me that time and that financial freedom that I want to be able to have that I want to provide for my family. And then that impact, dude, that's just going to continue to, to influence people Spiraling. long after I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. So that for me, it's like, yeah, I have, you know, the, that, that financial benchmark continues to grow as we continue to grow. It's, you know, I think that I'm very, I'm very big on setting goals and being aspirational and continuing to push ourselves. And so that's always going to continue to go up. But for me, it's it, it, being somebody who's dealt with anxiety and depression for a lot of my early life. You know, I am very big on if you don't wake up and feel successful, then you're not successful. Yeah. So you've got to have a definition of success that's based on your values, what's important to you, and are you actually doing those things, bringing those things into your life? Yeah. Let me, uh, dude, I love that too because, oh my gosh, for the longest time, success only was money to me. That's it. Like you couldn't tell me anything, dude. You couldn't try to steer me another way. It was always monetary. And it was definitely some deep work on my end um, throughout 2019 and obviously uh, continuing into this where my mind, I, dude, I had to recreate who I, I had to rewire my brain in order to rid the old self and to really take into these other buckets of my life that success is family, success is spiritual, success is, you know, again, impact. It's not just this monetary thing. And that is a very unique way that you've kind of worded it. Everybody's going to have their own definition. And I love that you say that because my definition of success clearly is not yours. And I'm happy about that, man. That, that to me, that to me seems like you're clearly individualizing your coaching to each student, if you will, right? To each client, if you will. And uh, that's another thing that I feel like in your space, at least, it's very easy for somebody to uh, blanket the same type of protocol to any of their clients, you know? So like somebody does uh, an onboarding with you or, or you generate a new client, like besides maybe, you know, helping them out with routines, because I know you're a structured guy, like what does that all look like for you in terms of the, the beginning roots of, of working with you? So basically what happens is when I bring somebody in, really the, the foundation, because you've got people out there who are career coaches, you've got people out there who are life coaches, relationship coaches, they've got these niche down focuses. The thing for me that I want to do is I want to help those, those passionate, those purposeful people who have responsibilities in life where it kind of feels like life has gotten away from them a little bit. They're stuck in that status quo. Yeah, they're successful by those traditional standards. Yeah. 
but they're unfulfilled in here. They're not waking up feeling like I described earlier. They're waking up every day like, shit, man, I don't want to go to this job. Yeah, it's paying me a decent wage. It's giving me a little bit of freedom to be able to take my 10, 20 vacation days a year, but I hate this damn job. They're laying down at night and they're like, I didn't, I didn't do anything to make anybody else's life better today. And so they've got that void inside of them. So basically what I help people do is really go through three questions. The first question I tell everybody is they've got to get clarity on who are they? That's really the key question is who am I? Meaning that what do you value? What is important to you as a person? Is it love? Is it freedom? Is it um, power? Whatever that may be, you've got to understand who you truly are because if you're anything like you and me, a lot of who we were got suppressed and we lost and forgot about a lot of that stuff because it got buried under a lot of other people's shit. So we've got to connect with who we are because when we do that, when we own our authenticity, when we show up as that best version of ourselves, dude, we are a freaking force with nature. We are a powerhouse that other people want to come and take part in what we got going on. Is everybody going to? No, but we're not meant to influence everybody. So you've got to answer that question, who are you? And then once you know that, then you can really understand what do I want? There's a reason so many people are chasing money, just like you found yourself doing. It's because everybody else has told them they should want money. That money is a source of success. Money is a source of validation. So you've got to get crystal clear on what do you actually want? If money is a part of that, then you need to own that. You need to stand confidently in that and say, I want to make a lot of damn money. But that, that, it's got to be part of your truth, not the truth that somebody else gave to you. And then the last part is, how are we going to get it? And that's really where the, the focus of my coaching is, is helping people take those truths, taking that, that thing that they want, and then helping them figure out, okay, how are we actually going to go out and get that? What systems are we going to put in place to bring that thing into our life? And so like for me, I love that you said that and um, I appreciate you calling that out that my coaching is very individualized and it is because, the, because I do think that the definition of success should be different for everybody. Yeah, your definition of success and mine most, uh, may both have a little bit of um, monetary gain in our definition, but I guarantee you they're not going to be the exact same. We may even have the exact same number, but what I want to do with my money and what you want to do with your money are going to be different in some way. And it's understanding all those nuances, all those details that allows you to then be able to help somebody create an effective plan to actually go out and do that stuff. Because we can sit there and say all day long what we want, but until we get crystal clear on why we want it and how we're going to get it, the rest of it doesn't matter. Yeah. Dude, that's like, man, that's, you know, I, I pretty much everything with overnight success university, like everything here is about that outlier. It's about bridging the gap between the people that were lost, like me, who didn't know who to look at and, and who to turn to and really making a bridge to shorten that access way and to tighten up that proximity. And really everything that you're talking about um, is emulating that. You know, now, now these guys are able to listen in and they're able to hear from somebody else's perspective about not only what success is, but some of these three core pillars that they can take action on today and do the work that they need to on themselves. Because let me tell you, it is 100% very easy and very attractive to find a quote unquote mentor that you want to emulate and literally all of your goals become theirs. Like yep. that, and that's, I am susceptible to that. 
period. Like I wanted money because this person, all they preached about was the money. Okay. So it must be important, right? I want to be like this person. I'm going to have to do this. I want to be like this person. I'm going to have to sell like this, you know? And, um, there's so many different paths, man. There's so many different avenues. There's so many different bumps in the road. And it's just about surrounding yourself with the higher form of you and erasing that old self. And I think it starts with those three things that you talked about. Um, so I'm very, very happy that you just spoke all of that because hopefully if there is a lost individual here that doesn't know what this success is supposed to look like for them, maybe you just need to hit a reset and, and actually do some inner work on you instead of chasing what society is blanketing that statement with. You know what I mean? And, and dude, that, that, was, that was monumental there. I, I am so appreciative that you just did that and you talked about that. That's huge. Like moving off on a, on a little tangent, but um, clearly you're, you're doing some good things, man. I love, I love the content. Um, the content that you put out is definitely, it's inspirational. It's, it's, it's just everything that people need to be listening to. It's everything people need to be hearing. Like, what are your next moves? What, 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 what's in the works for you right now? Uh, I mean, for me, especially with, things kind of changing with the, the current landscape of all the craziness that's going on in the world. Dude, I just want to continue to, to do what I'm doing right now, continuing to grow my coaching business, continuing to make an impact. Um, you know, I've got a four-year-old and a 19-month-old. And so being able to have that fluidity, that flexibility with my schedule to be able to be present with them, because that's everything to me. Uh, my dad, with our circumstances growing up, I mean, he had to work his ass off. He was gone all the time. And I want to be able to be present for my kids because you can go look at the research and you can see how impactful a present father is on kids. And so that's the biggest thing for me right now. Yeah, the, the, the financial success, all that stuff is great, but just continuing to do what I'm doing. Um, understanding that the, what I'm doing is adding value, continuing to put more value out there than what's coming back to me at these, th this stage of my career with the understanding that eventually, man, it's gonna take off. Um, you know, I got big, big goals and dreams in my future. Uh, yeah. Doing live events, doing my own seminars, um, some, some really big things, but right now it's just focusing on continuing to grow the coaching business. That's sick, dude. And I, uh, I encourage you to, to do that. I threw my own event, uh, back in November of 2019 and, um, was it stressful? Oh my God, dude, it was stressful as hell. But like the experience, dude, that is like the, oh, the invigoration and all of that, man. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm definitely going to be linking up with you and, and making sure I'm watching all of that. Now, while you're in where you're at right now and chasing some of these bigger goals, chasing some of these bigger dreams, um, dude, how do you do it every day? Like clearly you, you get thumped once in a while. Like, and I'm sure where you're at knowing that you want more, like how do you get over the difficulties? Uh, because look, dude, this is tough, right? Going out, doing your own thing. Like what would you say to a person right now trying to just, maybe they're just started out and they're already hitting a crossroad or maybe they're trying to scale up and they're just lost. Like how do you get over the difficulties of this path of entrepreneurship? Man, it's, it really, when people ask me questions like this, you know, it's easy to go back to that cliche answer of know your why and know why you're doing it. Even though I think that it's so much more than a cliche because it is so important. But at the end of the day, man, I am one of those people and it, 
it's been a huge blessing for me, especially later in life after, you know, almost losing my life with depression and all that stuff. But understanding the fragility of life, if this time period right now is not showing you anything else than the fact that your life can be completely changed or even over in just, I mean, like that, take away that lesson and just understand that when you wake up, life is not that damn serious. All right. It's really, really not that serious. If you want to know the, the number one reason why people don't chase after their goals is because they're afraid of being judged by other people. They're not afraid of failing because they're afraid they're going to be out on the streets because the vast majority of people before they would ever become homeless have somewhere else to go. But most people would choose to be homeless before they would see themselves being a 30, 40 year old man having to take their family to go live at their mom and dad's house. But you're sitting there, you're, you're just resigning, you're giving up on your best freaking life, being able to live a life that fires you up every single day because you're so damn worried about what somebody else thinks about you who could care less about you in reality. And so for me, it comes down to the understanding that is, like I said, as cliche as it may sound, like I get one of these, bro, like one. Yeah, That's yeah. it. I get yeah. one. And each day that I wake up is another opportunity to go out and continue to move forward and continue to push towards there's days I wake up and I'm not this guy. Like right. I wake up and I'm just like, damn, like I am wore out. I am exhausted. I don't want to do it today, but I understand that it is another chance. There's that kid out there like me who needs me to be on my A game. So it's that, that combination of the, um, the, the connection, the awareness, the understanding of how fragile life is having that, that mortality awareness and then also that combination of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, when you have those, those two just like burning fires on both sides of you, it's like, you know, on the days when you don't want to wake up and do it for you because it fires you up, it fills you up. You've got these things that are, that, that are there just like really pick you up and to hold you up on those days. Come on, man. That was, again, man, dude, you've been bringing so much raw energy and I am just digging it all, man. It's no wonder why people would want to work with you. Like, period. Like, you know, here, here some kid is maybe stumbling on your Instagram page and they're like, what the hell is a success coach? Dude, if you lock into this guy's content and you hear, like, li- like, like, I don't need you to like hear, but like, I need you to like absorb. I need you to digest this information. There's, there's a huge difference between hearing something and then listening and actually retaining that information. If you're listening and you're actually taking this serious, guys, I need you to not only reflect immediately after this episode, uh, but I need you to go reach out to Justin and I need you to start following him because he's so clear. Like if you guys are vulnerable right now, if you guys are at a place where you are still insecure, much like me, much like him used to be and still kind of fight. If you guys are in that spot, as soon as you do become vulnerable, ask for help, become vulnerable, surround yourself by an individual who may be further in life than you, as soon as you're able to say, man, I need some help, dude, the world is going to respond and it's going to serve you in a way that you are not ready for. Um, but in a way that you want, like, do not be afraid to reach out for help. And that's exactly why Justin's doing what he's doing. He wants to serve the younger him much like I want to serve the younger me. Dude, it was a painful experience growing up. And just, dude, you have had a lot more pain than I probably can ever even fathom, bro. But I appreciate 
everything that you've uh, you've re- really just talked to us about today. That was, you know, that was something that I know I'm going to take with me. I know it filled my cup up, man. It filled me up again. You know, it's almost time for me to to go feed my baby, and here I am, about to look at him, and I'm about to say, man, the next time you cry, it's all good, man whether it's a tantrum that I can't overcome, whether it's me getting pissed off because you won't go to bed, I'm going to be present right now and I'm going to enjoy this day. That was, dude, it's a cliche. It was beautiful, 100%. I kick it off with these episodes by asking my guests uh, one last thing. And, you know, the university setting, dude, you know, your school, right? Um, I always like to hear if you could give the audience just a homework assignment to, to sit on, reflect on, really just kind of work out, you know, what would that one thing be that you think these guys should be doing um, before the next episode airs? Get clarity. Everything in your life. Clarity is the foundation for not only um, career success, but it is the, the foundation for you being able to li- look back one day and to live a life well lived, a life where you can look back and, and not have those regrets. The way the analogy that I like to use is you would never go get in the car with somebody and then them look at you and be like, where are we going? And you'd be like, I don't know. Let's just go there. They'd be like, well, where the hell is there? You're like, I don't know there. Like you can't expect to get somewhere to get to a certain destination in life to achieve something in life if you don't know what it is that you're going after. So go back, listen to those three questions that I said earlier and answer those three questions. Like really spend some time in it. And that's what one of the things is most people don't live the life that they want to live because they don't want to sit down and do the work that you and I have done. They don't want to sit down and sit in the fire of having to answer hard questions about themselves. Like, man, why am I showing up? Why am I being a punk in life right now? Like, why am I backing down from my goals and my dreams? Why am I letting other people dictate my future? So answer those three questions for yourself. Who am I? Like, what do I value? What is most important to me? And then answer that question. What do you want? And then from there, start taking action and figure out how are you going to get it? And don't stop until you get what it is that you want. Don't back down from your goals and dreams for anybody. I love that. I love that, dude. Let me, let me ask you, where are we finding you, bro? What's the Instagram? Where, where are we connecting with you? Yeah, you find me on Instagram. It's Justin S. Aldridge. Um, you can go search me up on Facebook. Just put in Justin Aldridge. I got my personal page. I've got my, uh, my business page as well. Uh, both of those will come up when you search on Facebook. And then you can go to my website, check out the content on there. That's uh, justinaldridge.me. And you'll find all that information on there. Perfect, man. Perfect. Guys, I'm going to put uh, and link up all of that in, uh, in the show notes. Um, but let me tell you, man, look, you do not have to be lost to connect with Justin. Okay. Like I just, I just want that to be very, very well known. Um, because what he's going to pour into you. Yeah. You're 100% going to get some amazing value. If you are that person that is quote unquote lost and really just needs a little push and really needs that mental side and really needs that accountability and all that. But look, if you're already a hitter and you just are trying to scale and you're hitting some stumbling blocks, dude, this is just as a good time to reach out and to get this work done. If you haven't taken the time down and really looked at your life and been like, where am I going? Okay. So this is not for the person of faint at heart and, oh, woe was me. And like really trying to work on their insecurities. This is for those guys that are already doing big things. Okay. So I, I, I really do implore both individuals because if I was insecure at this point, 
and I knew that I had an individual in my corner or I could easily just DM a guy like Justin, I would do it in a heartbeat. And if I'm ready to take my business to the next level and I'm just getting in my own way, I would do it in a heartbeat. So guys, wherever you're at, connect with this guy, go follow him on IG. All that stuff will be in the show notes. Make sure you do that painful step. Make sure you go back. Make sure you listen to those questions. Do that homework, okay? Because if you don't, both of us are going to know because you're going to be the same listener in the same chair, you know, a month, a year from now. Same guy. Don't do that to yourself. Value yourself more than that. And I really, really implore you to go again. Go reach out to Justin, man. He's doing some big things. Justin, bro, I appreciate you being on here. As always, guys, I'm Mark Forster, a.k.a. Professor Doughboy. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to Overnight Success U with Mark Forster, a.k.a. Professor Doughboy. If you like our show, go ahead, leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Mark Forster for daily content and insight into the day-to-day journey. There, you can also find resources I've provided for access to the OSU community, along with the opportunity to schedule time on my calendar to talk further and go more in-depth as to what challenges you're facing in business and life. Until next week, class dismissed.